For Theatre Talk on WBFO, I'm Anthony Chase. And I'm Peter Hall. And is it possible to have too much Christmas-oriented theatre, ballet, opera? Apparently not. (laughs) But I do think you have perhaps gone overboard on the number of Christmas carols you have indulged this season. Yes, I wanted to see all that I could, and I did. Why? Well, I can't explain it. I just wanted to do it. It's a magnificent obsession. It is. Well... All my life, I've loved the assignment Compare and Contrast, so I thought I would. All right. And you and I both went up to Niagara on the Lake, the Shaw Festival. It was fabulous. It was. Beautifully done. I think you used the word exquisite. And then I went to the alleyway. I hadn't been for years, and I thought, well, you know, it's just the alleyway. And it was also marvelous. I had a great time, and you get so much more carol singing at the alleyway, a good almost half hour before the show begins. You do. That was always something special about alleyway. You do get a lot of Christmas caroling. And also actors you've seen play other roles, and sometimes it's kind of silly and fun. Yeah. But one of the biggest surprises was going over to American Repertory Theater, where they're kind of it. Yes. Avant-garde. They handed out the original text to 11 different playwrights and said, okay, you each take a section. And it was great. It held together. If it's the only Christmas carol you see, uh, it's called When Worlds Collide, you get the whole story. It's just, uh, it's a little R-rated. You have to finish the pull quote so they can put it on their social media. If it's the only (laughs) Christmas carol you see, if you only see one Christmas carol this season, make it the A-R-T. Okay. Well, I won't go that far, uh, no. but I will say... If we'll get letters from alleyway if fans. If it's all you ever saw, you'd get the story. <laughs> it's a part of the Desiderios show, too, that the 12 dates of Christmas. Lisa Ludwig plays an actress, and she gets a Christmas gig, and she plays the ghost of Christmas past, but she has such a bad attitude that they call her the ghost of Christmas pissed. <laughs> Which I... It's, it's very funny. Well, and I, I guess ART does take you off the beaten path, but also doing that, because a lot of the holiday fair is oriented toward children. And there is one that is decidedly not our favorite cabaret star. Well, among many favorite cabaret stars, First Lady, of course, is Carrie Kate Abel. But the woman who put the X back in Christmas <laughs> is certainly Charmaine Chi with her blue Christmas cabaret at the Alleyway Cabaret. Looking forward to that. Leave the children at home. They're very emphatic about that in the publicity. They are very insistent. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. But for the first time in a long time, WBFO is weighing in a a collaboration with Niagara University Theatre Department. They are doing a radio play of It's a Wonderful Life, inspired by the Frank Capra film. People tend to forget the dark underpinnings of that movie. Remember how it begins? He's getting ready to throw himself from a bridge and the angel has to intervene and it's the angel's last chance to get something right and he has to interact with George Bailey. And we find that George Bailey has sacrificed everything that was ever important to himself for others. And by the end of the film, this looks like a good idea. (laughs) True. Whenever I see those older movies, I'm always surprised at how dark they were. I I guess I have this childish memory of early movies, but they dealt with a lot of dark subjects. Every generation is shocked anew to scrutinize the Disney films and... (laughs) (laughs) 
Bambi being number one on the list. But <laughs> my parents took me to that as a child. <laughs> wow, it's true. Well, folks are invited to a dress rehearsal of this radio play, and that'll be this Saturday, the 16th, from 11 till 1. I guess a lot of people got the idea that it would be fun to be in the actual recording and watch them make the sounds and so forth, because those are sold out. I'm not surprised this is a fun thing to do. A few years ago, Kavanoki did It's a Wonderful Life, the radio version, and people loved it. But whether you're at the live taping or not, it'll be broadcast several times starting on December 23rd. We have the information on our podcast, but you can also just visit WBFO.org. A generation that remembers the golden age of radio is receding fast. My mother used to talk with great fondness about shows she knew from the radio. Performers she only knew from the radio. Well, another generation that might be fading fast is my generation, and that's the people who grew up with Ed Sullivan, etc., who might get a big kick out of Plaid Tidings. It's an O'Connell and Company presentation at Shea 710. And actually, in the middle of the show, they do every Ed Sullivan show in three and a half minutes, and they do. Yes, well, I must tell you, I, I resemble that ageist observation. <laughs> <laughs> the audience started laughing the second he comes out with that little mouse, you know, even before Eddie kissed me good. <laughs> <laughs> which many listeners will not comprehend at all, much less the singing nun. So, But if you know who Topo Gigio was and you enjoy close harmony for male singers all at the top of their game, Plaid Tidings could be for you. If you loved the Lawrence Welk show in, in, in kind of a, an evil way, this is the show for you. For Theater Talk on WBFO, I'm Peter Hall. And I'm Anthony Chase.